Good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. This is Brad Sykes and I'm hanging out with my good friend and co-host Doug McCary. SWAT Radio is uh, part of His Light International Ministries and its mission is to equip and encourage men to walk in obedience to God's Word. Over the last several weeks, Doug and I have been in a five-part series taken from John MacArthur's book, The Gospel According to Jesus in fact, we've been highlighting the key elements as it relates to the gospel. Part one being uh, we, we looked at God's plan that, that man have a personal, intimate, and dependent relationship with God. Part two was we looked at man's problem, which is sin, which brings separation and condemnation. Part three, we looked at God's solution, Messiah, Jesus Christ, who would take the penalty for our sin. And then part four, which we looked at last week, is man's response. Reject him as Lord and King or repent and believe. And yesterday we started part five of our series dealing with true saving faith. In fact, yesterday we looked at what saving faith is and what it isn't from John 3.16, John 3.36, and John 6.41 through 69. Saving faith is is more than acknowledging that he is who he says he is. It's more than knowledge. It's more than information. It's information that leads to transformation. Good works don't save us, but good works demonstrate saving faith for sure. And so today we're going to teach and discuss really the object of saving faith. And if you were unable to catch yesterday's broadcast, let me encourage you to go back and listen. If you or someone you know is struggling with the assurance of salvation, encourage them to go to SWATradio.com and listen to this this entire series. Uh, We're glad you joined us today, and we welcome your calls during the second half of the program. The number to call is 844-777-SWAT. That's 844-777-7928. By the way, if you have any questions or comments, you can also email us at ask at SWATradio.com. Before we jump into our teaching for today, Douglas, how are you, brother? I'm good. You know, I have to tell you something that happened. Lori and I were at a restaurant. We actually weren't at a restaurant. We, You know, you, just for people who are just tuning in, the first segment, by the way, thank you for listening to SWAT Radio, whether you're in Mississippi, Georgia, Florida, Virginia, um, out west, uh, you know, the other day, Brad, I meant to tell you, uh, we were, um, it, we, we got on a roll and I forgot to bring it up because we were just talking about, um, uh, the radio, but I got a thing the other day and it, it, it was a, it was just a sample list of people that went to the SWAT radio website from the, the broadcast, I guess. And, um, just in the last week. Okay. Um, this is actually, this is from, uh, August 15th. So I just got yeah. the email. So we had, uh, listeners from Brazil, uh, Canada, Puerto Rico, Australia, uh, and, uh, several places around the United States that just popped up on that thing. Praise God. And, uh, I know we have one listener over in England who listens regularly, regularly and frequently. In fact, one of our news stories is um 
that, you know, that kind of things going on in the news. Like I was saying, the first segment we talk about Christian worldview and dealing with some of these things and, and how are we to respond? There was a, uh, a guy over in England who was a chaplain, a chaplain at a school, Brad. And, uh, he is now suing the school because he was told he was teaching on the design God has for men and women in marriage. Mm -hmm. And he was fired and accused of being a terrorist (laughs) because he taught on that. Uh, And listen, here's what he said. I just want to, I want our listeners, this is coming here, folks. Mm -hmm. And it may already be in some states, but he says, you don't have to accept anybody's ideology. You have your own mind. Make up your choice. On certain issues, LGBTQ plus activists and Christians agree on some things. There should be no discrimination. No one should be attacked personally because of their beliefs. Uh, but there are issues where we disagree. And he went on to say that, you know, uh, you don't have to embrace the claims of LGBTQ plus activists. And under our English law system, you can believe what you want on such issues. And the school took exception to that. They interrogated him, then suspended him, and then fired him for gross misconduct. And he said, I'm the Church of England minister, you know, and and I'm just teaching what the Bible teaches. (laughs) But they accused him of being a terrorist because he taught on that. Is that not incredible? That's amazing. Well, when you when you let off with the fact that he was teaching about marriage, I, I was kind of wondering where you were going to go with that. Was was he liberal? No. <laughs> was he, he biblical? No, but he he they reported him to local law enforcement as a uh, ter- potential terrorist in the United Kingdom mm. because of his views. Now, where are we going with that? Listen, whether you agree or not with this statement about the elections of 2020. There was a judge that was appointed to by the legislature of Wisconsin who said he, this guy is a judge that was appointed to go and review the election process of 2020 in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. He found irregularities people that were dead that were voted, people coming from other states that were voting that accounted for more than 20,000 votes that would have turned the election of the state of Wisconsin for President Trump rather than President Biden. That's just one. Just one state. But if you said that, you, you are liable. If you put that out on social media, you're liable to be labeled uh, a, a, a conspiracy theorist, some uh, maybe a revolutionary. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. People that are saying these things. So we're not that far off from England. These kind of things happening. If we're teaching on God's design, if we're teaching on on biblical definition of manhood, womanhood, of marriage, and the question we have to ask as believers is are we going to be in fear of man mm-hmm. or are we going to be faithful? And I want to go to one of the things we're talking about this week. 
If we are faithful in believing, then we're going to be faithful in being obedient, right? Yeah, that's right. And and that's what we're really talking about, if we're faithful. So if we say, yeah, I believe in Jesus, I believe in God, and, and I honor the Bible, that's important to me, the values are what I live under, then when somebody says, well, I'm a man, but I really feel like it was a mistake and I'm really a woman, and our our responsibility is to speak truth to that person and say, you know what? You're a man. That's what God made you. Uh, you may feel differently. You may have things because we live in a broken world. But, you know, you shouldn't be dressing like a woman and you shouldn't be living, having your, you know, body changed. That's what's happening to young people. Mm-hmm. And like you talked about yesterday, now people are regretting it two, three years oh, later absolutely. after they've destroyed their bodies in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it's just mass confusion. I mean, it's it's chaos. Uh, Satan's been working that way f- since the beginning, right? Yeah. To create confusion, to create doubt. And, 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 and he, he always wants people to go against God. And, and the reason I bring that up is I sent you this thing, a Senate gay marriage bill negotiators to meet on how to advance the legislation. What they want to do is they want to make a bill in our country. They want to pass legislation that would codify what God says is an abomination. They want to codify Mm -hmm. something and protect it under U.S. law that says that men can marry men, women can marry women, and, and make it a law. So I think of Romans 1. They're not only saying it's okay. They're they're going beyond that. They're yeah. reveling in it. Yeah. Well, it seems you know, we've been talking about some of this stuff for a pretty good while. I remember even back when we first started this broadcast back in January of 2017, and we were talking about the HRO. Um, you know, the where does it end? You know, where really does it end? And there is no end to it. The, the more you give in to these kind of, um, let's just call it what it is, it's sin, the more we codify these things, there is no end to it. You know, when are you not going to, I mean, I, I don't even want to talk about it here on the air because it's almost like something I don't want, even if you've got kids in the car, to hear some of the stuff that we're moving that direction and there is no barrier in the road. Yeah. We, we've torn the barriers down and we've said anything is okay. In fact, it's not, like you said, it's not just that we, we're going to allow this. No, if you disagree with it, you're going to be labeled a terrorist what, what? or you're going to be, or no, you'll be you know, canceled. You'll be canceled. In fact, if you don't celebrate this, you, you will be canceled. Yeah, I, and and when you look at it, it is destroying our country oh, from within, yeah. just like it yeah. did in Rome. And as believers, we should stand for truth. We should lovingly um, confront error, but do it lovingly. Again, we don't bully people. We don't, you know, we do. Listen, whether you agree, you may agree or disagree about political things. That's our prerogative. We live in America. That's what makes it great. That's what makes our country great. You can have your opinion. I can have mine. But as believers, 
We never fail to speak the truth out of fear. Yeah. We don't do that, and we have got to be better about that as Christians. Well, when we're in fear, that's a lack of faith. Well, that's right. You're exactly right. Yeah. Well, listen, we're glad you joined us on SWAT Radio today. Our phone lines will be open during the third and fourth segment. If you want to join the conversation, the phone number is 844-777-SWAT. That's 844-777-7928. If you have any questions or comments, email us at ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back as we dive into our text for today. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. Push, I pull, go back and forth, finding myself Pounding on a locked door, I try to make it out alone without your help But I know I'll never win this war I can never be, never be free without you I can never be, never be me Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio this week. We are in part five of our series on the gospel according to Jesus. In fact, yesterday we looked at what saving faith is, what it isn't, and today we're looking at the object of our faith. What is your faith built on? Doug, where do we start with this? Well, you know, here here's the thing. I, I want to go back to what you just said. What did I say? About faith and fear. <laughs> In fact, back, Brad, go to go to Mark chapter four, and go to um, about verse thirty-four, thirty-five. Mm-hmm. There's a, a a series of stories. I, I used to teach Mark four thirty-four, thirty-five. Uh, it's where Jesus calms the storm. Yes, and there's really there's four stories right in a row. There's the the storm that he calms. He heals the demon man. Uh, you know, demon-possessed man, he heals a woman who has the issue of blood, and he also heals Jairus' Jairus' daughter, right? right. Who's He's afraid his daughter's die, uh, dead, right? Or she has yes, died. Yes, that's correct. So, um, but anyway, in these four stories, what you see is in each of them there's fear of some kind. Uh, and the, the disciples are afraid, and, and what do they do? When they're afraid, do they call on God? Do they call on Jesus? No. Think about it. Don't you care? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about their response. Does their response indicate faith? No. 
There's no faith there. Where, what's there? Fear. Yeah. And a lot of times in our life, fear marks our lack of faith. I mean, oh, when, we, when we walk around in fear, it shows that we're not really faith yeah. believing in God, that he's yeah. who he said he was. He did what he, I mean, if he if he really is saving us from eternal damnation, don't you think he could save us from uh, a storm out at the sea? Or don't you think he could save us from, uh, like, think about David for a second. I want to go back to David in the Old Testament. That David goes out, and the very guy who's supposed to be leading them, Saul, because God said, you're going to lead my people, and they're going to take this land. He's cowering from Goliath, and all these men are following him. He's the leader. David goes, wait a minute. God can beat this guy. We fight for the one true living God. Mm. So often in our life, when it's transactional, our faith is transactional, it's a one-and-done thing. It's not about the God we serve or the God who delivered us. Right. It's about, okay, I got it done now. But we don't. We forget that this God is not just about a one-and-done. He is about being your Abba, your Father, your protector, your mm-hmm. provider. Mm-hmm. Do you really believe that? Mm. I mean, think about that. Well, you know, it's interesting. After we got off the air yesterday, as is often the case, uh, I end up having a conversation with my wife, and we got to... We got to talking about the passage that you and I worked through yesterday in John chapter 6, 41, I think, through 69. And it ends, I think it's 58 or 59, I'm not looking at it right now, but where, where Peter says, you know, uh, you know, what are you, Jesus says, what are you guys going to do? And Peter says, we have believed and we have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. And I was, we, were, we were having this discussion about the fact that it says that we have come to know. It mean, when you've come to know somebody, how have you come to know them? You spend time with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we were talking specifically about feeding on his flesh and drinking his blood, this idea that we, are, uh, we have a hunger and an appetite uh, for the word because in the word is where we come to know christ mm. and as we come to know christ they're not going to abandon christ where else are they going to go like peter said where are we going to go mm. you know is that the way we are or do we go other places to build our courage or our faith are we yeah the interesting thing about fear is it usually drives us, if we're believers, to the Lord. If if we're believers, mm-hmm. true people mm-hmm. of faith. Mm-hmm. If we're not, we usually either get angry at God and try to find some other way out of it. Um, and, I, and these two stories in Mark 4 really illustrate the point that when the storm came up, I mean, think about it for a second. Teacher, don't you care? I mean, that they're they're questioning his love for them, his care for them. And what does he do? He gets up, he goes, "Hey, shh," and it stops, <laughs> right? And then he said to them, "Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith?" In other words, you guys have been walking with me, you've been listening to me and watching me. I mean, yeah. And this this is just one instance here. But it says they were filled with great fear. You know what's more scary 
than a being out in a boat in the middle of a storm is being in the boat with the God of the universe and realizing that he just calmed that. Yeah. That scared. I mean, and, and hmm. the fear of God, some people are afraid of God so much. So they reject God. Uh, the story right after it is that Jesus heals this man with a demon. The townspeople come out. They see this guy who was possessed and, they see him in his right mind, and they realize Jesus did that. And they said, leave our town. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't say, oh, gosh, this is this is Messiah. Let's mm-hmm. embrace him. And I really believe that a lot of times uh, we're fearful of God, and that fear causes us to stiff arm him away. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'm afraid I won't be – how many times have you shared with people – and they say, well, will I have to give this up? Will I have yeah. to stop doing this? Right. They they want God on their terms. People, you can't come to God unconditionally surrender to him, giving him your terms of surrender. Yeah. God will not conform yeah, no, to no, your... No, he, 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 he doesn't do that. Yeah. You know, and he, like you said yesterday, he loves us the way we are, but he's not going to leave us the way we are. Yeah. We come to him yeah. as a basically a broken vessel that he's going to reshape into his instrument out in the world well that's kind of a to me a, a, the assurance of salvation oftentimes is god transforming your life mm-hmm. if you're his he's not going to leave you the way you are yeah goodness gracious doug i don't know about you but i don't want to be left the way i was no. you know I, I i i don't either and i i i look and this is something you and I have talked a lot about over the years is that it's not perfection in our life. It's, it's a, it's a constant moving toward Christ likeness and it's him conforming us. It's not what we do, but we do uh, surrender to him. These moments when he, you and you and you and Vicki have an argument about something or me and Lori have an argument about something and we're prideful. Okay, we're we're broken. Well, you human may be. Beings. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're broken human beings, <laughs> right. and we we realize that we have been prideful in what we've said, and we've hurt our spouse, and we haven't represented Christ well. We have a choice to make. Our choice can be to humble ourselves, mm-hmm. come to the cross, and the power that He offers of forgiveness, and trust Him, or we can say, you know what. I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. And unfortunately, you see that in a lot of ministry leaders and 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 pastors and 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 Christians who I believe, Brad, don't really have. I'm not saying everybody that blows it uh, doesn't have a relationship, but there's a lot of people that are going to hear, depart from me for I never knew you, right. Uh, they preach the word. Lord, I did this. I cast out demons. I did all these mm-hmm. things. And I, I want to go. There's a story in Luke, Brad, um, and it's where Jesus is um, Jesus is out and about, and a guy comes up to him, and he asks him, Teacher, he says, uh, it, it, it's Luke chapter 12. In fact, I'm just going to have you read it. Mm-hmm. But... Today, we're really focusing in on the object of our faith. What is your faith in? Is it in the fact that Jesus died, or is it in him? Yeah. 
Is it just the fact that he's saving you from an eternal damnation? Or is it that he made it possible for you to be in a relationship with the Father and now you walk as his child, the Father's child, and a servant of the Most High God, a kingdom priest, an ambassador? Hmm. You see, there's a difference between those things. Well, and I know we talked a lot yesterday about works, you know, that a lot of people's faith, Doug, is in a work that they did. They walked an aisle, they got baptized, they got confirmed, whatever that is. And uh, that's that's not saving faith. It, well, it's not. It, it, it's, it's a temporary thing, but I, I contend even that it's a misplaced uh, object of a, a a misplacement of their faith. Their faith is in a transaction. It is in an event. It's not in the person. Yeah. And and I don't think we're going to have time for you to read it because it, it you got to read four or thirteen through twenty one. So I'll have you read it when we come back. Yeah, but, that's uh, Luke twelve thirteen through through twenty one. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. I I want to give an uh, uh, um, an illustration that I used in Russia a lot. You know, there was this river over there called the Ob River that we used to have to cross up in the Arctic Circle. Uh, and the Ob River would freeze over. It'd start freezing up in late September, early October. And before they could drive a truck over it, like I'm talking about a big semi kind of mm-hmm. truck, it would have to be 11 inches thick of ice. Right. Well, I was over there on my first trip, and they were going to take us across. It was early in the season on a snowmobile. And the guy's briefing me, and he says, listen, if you see the – because we're on a sled behind the snowmobile. He said, if you see the snowmobile go in, jump. Wow. And I'm like, what do you mean if I see – he goes, well, it's early in the season. It may be too heavy. And the point being – if I believe that that ice is thick enough, but it's not, it doesn't matter how much faith I have. Hmm. It's the object of our faith. You can believe that ice is just a quarter inch thick, but you have the faith to go out on it. It's the object, not That's good. the amount of faith you have. That's good. Well, we're going to take a break for national news again. We're glad you joined us on SWAT Radio. We want to hear from you when we return. The number to call 844-777-SWAT. That's 844-777-7928. We'll be right back. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. We're glad you joined us as we're teaching and discussing saving faith this week. It's a short week because Labor Day, uh, we were out of studio. And uh, so really just two days of of teaching. And so we're teaching on what what saving faith is and what it isn't. And today we're talking about the object of our faith. And so, uh, you know, Doug, we were looking. I was going to start to read in Luke 
Luke chapter 12. Mm. Um, you want me to jump into that text yeah, and read Luke, that? Yeah, Luke 12, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, 13. And it's the it, it's it's a story. Well, Jesus tells a parable. And remember, a parable is, is and a lot of us in the West don't know this. Lori and I have been talking about the last couple of days. You know, we learned a lot, Ray Vanderlong, when we went over there about parables. And they actually give you handles for the truth Jesus is trying to teach. In other words, it's a way to put it into action, a hmm. way to obey. Um, and so Jesus, somebody comes and approaches him about an issue and so he tells them a story, and that's the way in the East they would communicate a truth, saying, go do this. Mm. And so go ahead and read yeah. it, and then we'll talk about <clears throat> it a little bit. Uh, so Luke, Luke chapter 12, beginning in verse 13. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or arbitra- arbit- arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care. And be on your guard against all covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And he told them a parable, saying, The land of a rich man produced plentiful, plentifully. And he thought to himself, What shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the, so is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. So why do I bring this story up? when we're talking about the object of our faith? Well, first of all, this man in the crowd, um, this man in the crowd, Jesus is teaching, by the way, and he just got through saying, everyone who acknowledges me before men, the Son of Man will acknowledge before God. He just got through teaching them about that, saying they're going to bring you before synagogues. They're going to, you know, if you follow me, it's going to have a cost to it. And it, and at that moment, have you ever had one of those moments, Brad, in your life where you're somebody's saying something, and then you just say something that is so out of place, it has nothing to do with the event going on, and it's so out of place that you just wish you could go away on a Southwest <laughs> Airlines flight. You know, you just want to get away. Yeah. Well, well this maybe guy, I, maybe yeah. my wife needs to answer. Uh, that, yeah. So yes. so here he, here he is. Jesus is teaching. And this guy goes, hey, teacher, <coughs> tell my brother to give me my share of the inheritance. So what we see is a mistaken identity of who Jesus was. Jesus, he says, I'm not a, I'm not a judge or arbor over this. That's not my purpose. I am here for the kingdom of God. You're, you're worried about this scrabble stuff, this, this yeah. you know, this, this, earth, yeah, this earthly this stuff. Earthly stuff. Mm. In fact, Jesus says, um, be on your guard against covetousness. Why? He says, for one's life isn't about your possessions. So we see misplaced priorities of this guy. Jesus is teaching about the kingdom, and all he's cared about is the money. Mm. It doesn't mean that money's bad, but if you've got the God of the universe in your presence telling you how to connect with him, 
and and how to be in relationship and all you care about is this over here just something weird about that Mm -hmm. and so jesus tells him this story about this guy who thinks he's going to have all this time and then god says no tonight your life's required and because in in the story itself what you do is you see a misdirected life and that misdirected life is you spend your whole life working for things that are temporary. How many guys have you seen like that in your Benny, you know, all your businesses and all the guys that I've had an opportunity to talk to over the years? Uh, they they feel like all that they they invest all this time into stuff that doesn't matter, hmm. and yeah. the things that truly matter. Are not getting their attention yeah, on a amen. daily basis. Amen. In fact, uh, our guest, my guest on Friday, Brian Doyle, we, he and I got to talking about that very thing. You know, that's you know, I, I'm able now to look back and see the the er, the areas in my life over the past 35 years of building businesses mm-hmm. where God has you know taken me through some valleys in those businesses that today I rejoice in mm-hmm. because they exposed areas of faith in objects that aren't meant to sustain me. You know, it, it really, to the point here in Luke, is this idea that the object of this guy's faith was his material possessions. Well, his money. He thought that that was security yeah. for him. And I mean, we, how many we of struggle our, with that today? Oh, my goodness. And how many of our listeners might be listening right now where – you know, when 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 you see the stock market go up, you breathe a little easier, or you, it goes down and you start to hyperventilate, or you know, whatever it might be. Do I have enough money for the next six months to cover all my bills? Oh, okay, I can rest. Listen, I still struggle with that, you know, which is misplaced faith. Yeah, and 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 again, what the enemy does is he whispers in our ear. To make us want to say, don't you care, God, that I just lost all this money? Don't you care (laughs) that I don't have the ability to pay this? He sees everything. He knows everything. Do you really believe that if he would expend his son through what he went through and let him go through all that stuff he went through, that he is not orchestrating and unraveling a plan that are unfolding a plan that is is just what he wants for you, teaching you those things. Remember when when he said, uh, Peter, Satan's asked to sift you, and when you're strengthened, you know, when when you come back, strengthen your brothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we sometimes... There's purpose right there there's in that. There's purpose in it, and, and there's sometimes that we get so fearful that our, our, when our especially like you said, I think those things expose where our faith is at that moment. Because I, I, you and I would s- certainly affirm that our faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not in just what he did. It's in him. It's in him as a person, as our Savior, our Messiah, our King. But there are times in the daily battle, and this is the fall. This is the brokenness of our life. This is our our struggle that Paul says in Romans 7, the things I don't want to do, I do. The things I want to do, I don't do. All these things all come back to faith. They all come back to, at this moment, he's exposing a weakness in our faith that we can do one of two things. We can repent 
and say, Lord, forgive me. I haven't. I haven't had faith here. Mm. I've, 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 mm. Or we can rebel yeah. and like the people in the city of the demoniac, push him away and say, uh-uh, I, yeah. I don't want you. I was going to say one of our listeners' text just now said the man who built the barns was self-satisfied. Yeah. He looked to himself to meet his own needs. And, boy, aren't we like that, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, where, where he, it, and he goes on, he says, how much more valuable are you than the birds of the air? Mm-hmm. You know, we are of value to him. But, what, you know, back to what you even said during the second segment is we want God to conform to our agenda, not we don't want to conform to his agenda. We don't want to. Our faith is in Christ and his mission. Mm-hmm. What is his mission? What is his purpose? Back to even uh, part uh, part one of this gospel according to Jesus is that God has a plan. He has a purpose for well, our no, life. Well, notice in the story that Jesus tells this parable, it said the land of a rich man produced plentifully. He thought, what shall I do for I have nowhere to store whose crops? My crops. <laughs> yeah. You know, this, this is where it breaks down for us. When God blesses his people, why does he bless them? To use for his glory. And this guy was consumed with it all being for himself. Yeah. And that's a lack of faith. You know, Jesus, we talk about it. You, you talk about being self-satisfied. He was also self-led. I mean, if you want to be your own boss, do your own thing, govern your own lives, you're not going to, you're not, gonna, you're not a Christ follower. I'm mm. sorry. Mm. If that's the pattern of your life, you know, if you live your life apart from his leadership, uh, how, how do you follow him? Yeah. How do you obey yeah. him? Yeah. And he says, if you love me, you will what? You'll obey me. Yeah. I, you know, oftentimes here live on the air, we'll share stories in our own lives. I never want, you know, I, this. we're not telling stories to be the hero of the story. But the reality is I remember going to a uh, charity dinner one night. And uh, there was, you know, as in a lot of these charity dinners, there's, a, there's, a, there's an ask. There's a time in the dinner where they're asking. Or a donation, and I remember the speaker, and I was very convicted over what what this ministry was about. That those that tug on your heart, that I feel like, in many times, it's the spirit that's leading you. And yet, a month prior, we had made a goal to save a certain amount of money, to have a certain amount of money put aside. And I remember not really giving what I felt like I was being asked to give not doing that Mm -hmm. and and literally within a week that very amount of money was gone in in some other you know maybe it was four tires that blew out or whatever it is and i remember thinking what was more important god's mission or mine and so oftentimes doug our our mission to save a certain amount of money or to buy this or to buy that is far more important than what God wants. Well, well, to us, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No. And that's what I'm saying. What do you do when that happens? We repent. Yes. And we come back. Or we can bow up and say, you know what? It's my money. I worked hard for it, which I've heard from people's mouths before. And you work hard, 
but God is the one who provides. Amen. Amen. Well, well said. When we come back from the break, Doug and I will take some calls. The number to call in is 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928. You can also email us at ask at SWATradio.com. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed for the good Lord. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. It, by the way, if you're new to SWAT Radio, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. SWAT is a teaching ministry that seeks to equip and encourage men in their daily walk with Christ. This broadcast is made possible by the generous donations of listeners like you and corporate sponsors who support clear and unashamed teaching and discussion of God's Word. If you are interested in learning more about SWAT Radio or one of the many SWAT Bible studies for men, go to SWATradio.com, click on the SWAT Meetings tab, and you'll see the various locations and times that we meet, we would love to have you join us in person. In fact, uh, SWAT Bible studies are kicking off next week. We I start believe. next week. That's exactly right. And we've got a Zoom SWAT. If you're out of town, you want to join in, yes. you can do that too. Yep. And so, um, if you're out of town uh, and you're listening somewhere and you want to join on the Zoom, just send me an email at Doug at SWATradio.com and say I'd like an invite to the Zoom, and I'll send you the link. And uh, we kick off Thursday at 7 p.m. Hey, and I know we don't do this very often, and this is – I'll blame Doug for this. Uh, we don't very often uh, ask our listeners for support. But listen, we are a listener-supported ministry. And so if you're interested in supporting or sponsoring SWAT Radio, click on the Support tab for further information. That's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah, well, well, and if you got a business, yes, like, uh, absolutely. We'd, we'd love to uh, – uh, we'll do a we'll do a little jingle for you just uh, to, to thank you and and just say hey this is one of our people that are partnering with us to get this out to all the places we are uh, and it doesn't matter if you're in Virginia Meridian Mississippi or uh, you know Jacksonville or St Augustine or Folkestone Georgia 
um we got a lot of different business people well and I, I know and i'm sure doug you would admit a lot of our our corporate sponsors aren't doing it because they they think they're going to get some monetary return no, on it they do it however because they believe in what yeah, we're doing however we do want you to support those businesses and yes. so uh anyway feel free you can go again go to swatradio.com uh there are there's a lot of links there you can click on kind of see doug's bio I don't know my bio. Your bio there. there too. I think it's there too. <laughs> but uh, if you're interested in having Doug or myself or both of us come out and share with your your church or your men's group, uh, we'll do that as well. And uh, but with that said, our phone lines are open for the last segment of the day. We would love to hear from you. Call us eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's yeah, this 877 SWAT. Yeah, this is kind of uh, the last week of this series on the gospel according to Jesus. I, if if you've been encouraged or been challenged, maybe you don't agree. Maybe you struggle with this. We're happy to talk about that. Or if you just want to share a, uh, a little bit about something that maybe was encouraging for you, uh, we tried to uh, go through this from a biblical perspective of um, everything from looking at God's purpose. Remember, we were created by God for an intimate, dependent relationship and partnership where where we honor and glorify him because we're his on display in the world. You know, God is invisible, and he's visible in the church, mm-hmm. through the church. By the church, I'm talking yeah. about these people. And But the problem we have is we come into the world with a sin nature, and, and that relationship with God is broken and, and pretty much non-existent in an intimate way. It's We're separated from God. Well, from the, the Scripture tells us that we're dead. Yeah, we're dead, and and we choose to be self-led, self-righteous people, and we ignore God's rightful place as our leader, and uh, his punishment for that is death, not just physical death, it's eternal death and separation and judgment, but because of God's mercy, and uh, he gave us a provision of his son Jesus, and uh, he loved us, and he sent his son Jesus to die in our place to be our rescuer. He lived a perfect life. He died on the cross, and he was resurrected just like he said he would. And then we talked about our response last week of of repentance. That means turning from trusting in ourself or anything else to relying totally on Jesus as Lord and Savior. And this week we've just been talking about faith, what it is, what it isn't, and the object of our faith. And we'd love to hear from you if, uh, you know, this has been encouraging to you or uh, maybe you've struggled. Maybe you've got a question. You know, when? how often do you get a chance to ask in church a, qu- a spiritual question about this stuff, something you may not agree with or something you may uh, be confused about? Now's your opportunity. And listen, if you don't want to call you can, and you got access to an email, you can uh, shoot an email to ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Ask at SWATradio.com, and we'll be happy to... Uh, try to uh to to get your question on air and talk about it because you know i know brad that was one of the things that growing up i really was frustrated about i'd be sitting in a service and i'd listen and to a teaching and i'd want to ask a question but you couldn't it was just Hmm. like 45 minutes of teaching and then there's no time for questions right most times at least wasn't it that way for you growing up totally go in there and even today i mean most time you go to church and unless you go up and talk to the pastor afterwards, uh, and that's hard to do in a lot of our churches today, you you don't get a chance to really interact about the passage. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, I remember years. It, it, it was here in Jacksonville, what church you and I both attended, uh, where it originally started with the idea of uh, there would be teaching and then there was a time afterward for discussion, uh-huh. conversation. And I know we do a little bit of that at, at the SWAT Bible studies, yeah. but most of that goes out through the the means by which we make disciples, that as we and and we will begin. Doug, are we going to begin teaching through back? Are we going to be back in Acts? Yeah. Well, yes. In yeah. fact, if you're listening in uh, Jacksonville or Georgia uh, or wherever, and you are part of the Zoom or you're part of a study, I sent out an email yesterday. You mm-hmm. might want to go over the first yeah. sixteen chapters. Read those between now and a week from. Uh, is it today? Today. Yeah, a week yeah, from today. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got seven days. Uh, read through that just to remind yourself that's a lot of stuff <laughs> it is a lot everything from the holy spirit coming down you know on the day of pentecost to uh, stephen being stoned the church selling things and and taking care of each other uh you know the simon the magician there's a whole lot of things there paul and barnabas having a little bit of a fallout over uh john mark to uh, you know how God launched the church uh, in uh, Europe, the first mm-hmm. European mm-hmm. church. So a lot to cover, and then we're going to review that this next week, okay. and then the following week we're going to jump into seventeen. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm thinking of Acts seventeen, uh, the Bereans, I believe it is. Yeah, the Bereans were yeah. well, the first. Actually, there's something before that uh, which would be really interesting, and I'll give you a teaser right now for it for it. So we won't talk about it on the radio for two weeks, but it'll be what we teach on the the first part of 17, these men who turn the world upside yes. down. Yeah. Think yeah. about that. Yeah. Wow. When, when you, when, it takes a lot of faith to turn the world upside down. It takes a lot of faith. And, and you have to go through a lot of messes. <laughs> you know, they went through a lot, man. But you know what? God used those men, and we're here today because of their faithful ministry. And I want to go back to something I said earlier. Faith obeys. Unbelief rebels. Mm-hmm. You can say you believe, but remember the parable of the two sons we talked about? Was that last week, or did we yep. do it? Mm-hmm. One son said he would, and he didn't. One son said, I'm not, but he did. Who was the true son? Right. It was the one who did it, not yeah. just the one that said it. He was a doer of the word. Yeah, and I think that, you know, I, I mentioned uh, John six forty one that passage uh, where Peter says, we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. But it's a good reminder also that even Peter still struggled after that saying, after he said that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he cuts Malchus's ear off uh-huh. in the garden. You know, and at the same time, you've got Judah who spent all this time around him, and yet he never called him Lord. He only called him rabbi or mm-hmm. teacher. And I think we've got many today who would say teacher, rabbi, before they would say Lord. Mm-hmm. If he's Lord, then he's in charge. He's, he is Lord. Uh, and, you know, if you don't get anything else out of this week on uh, talking about true faith just just um receive this that um merely knowing and affirming the facts about jesus apart from obedience to the truth 
is not biblical belief. It's not. It uh, Go back. Everybody knows John 3, uh, 16. Memorize John 3, 36. He who does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. Why would John write that under the inspiration of the Spirit if obedience wasn't a key component to the evidence? Again, I mm-hmm. pointed out, it is the evidence of faith. It is not the work that you do to earn God's favor, but it is the evidence of true faith in the one true living God. And James says in chapter 2, verse 14, What good is it, my brother, if someone says he has faith mm-hmm. but does not have works? You can just put, you don't scratch works out, but you could put, it doesn't have obedience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, can can that faith, can that faith save him? Mm. You know, I mean, it can't save you. Well, and he, he says, Jesus said in John 10, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Mm. They follow me and, and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. The question is, are you following him or you're going to be like the guy in the parable that Jesus told? I'm just doing this for me. It's all about me. (laughs) Or like the guy who he told the parable to. He's telling about the kingdom and all you care about is getting your share of the inheritance. Yeah. You know, hey, tomorrow, Brad, Tommy Nelson. Not tomorrow. I'm sorry, not tomorrow. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, Friday. Tomorrow, it's you and David yeah, Gray, right? Uh, I'll have David Gray in studio with me. David, looking forward to having you here. And uh, he and I always have a good time talking a little sports. No we'll, no baseball. No, no. <laughs> no I got I to gotta limit y'all's baseball because yeah, it's coming up to big October, right? Well, he, he's far more uh, knowledgeable about that stuff than I am. I always yeah. love having him in studio. So hopefully you can join us again tomorrow. Uh, we're glad you tuned in today. And uh, we'll continue our discussion on faith, what it is, what it isn't, and what is the object. What is the object of your faith? Until then, continue to advance truth. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spirit.